Have you ever thought, how am I going to eat healthier? Or what can I do to just get a little bit better at this health thing? <laughs> well, today, that is what I'm going to talk with you about in this episode. We are going to do a brief kitchen assessment together. And I would love to hear from you if you do this. And if you enjoy this episode, let me know because I would love to go more in depth if this is something that you like to hear. Let's go. Welcome to Reps and Redemption. What would your life look like if you started to prioritize your health and your faith? Have you been up late at night Googling healthy grocery lists, upper body workouts, or quiet time with God ideas? Hey there, I'm Ashley Harvey, college athlete, Jesus follower, now wife and stay-at-home mom of three daughters. In this podcast, you will be motivated to build your physical strength, increase in biblical wisdom, and utilize tactical health tips. If you're ready to be a part of a like-minded community of moms who want to be bold in their faith and live well, you're in the right place. Grab an iced coffee or a Celsius and head to the gym. Let's dive in. Hey, hey, welcome back to Reps and Redemption. I am so glad you're here. I, you know, I know I've shared this with you guys before with certain guests on the episode. I've met a lot of my guests in my health coaching program called Precision Nutrition. I can never say it right. It's like a tongue twister. But <laughs> this is kind of based on one of the assessments that we have a coaching book that comes with all of our studies and all the exams that we have to take. And then, you know, one of the, you know, major props that we get is a coaching book. And I was going through it the other day and I had only gone through it a few times. And I was really intrigued by one of the pages in the back. So what they have us do as coaches, they have us do this for ourselves. And then we do these for clients. And I'm super excited to start doing this for people because I, as much as I love the fitness weightlifting aspect of health and fitness, I do love the, the uh, nutritional side of things as well. And I wanted to talk about what exactly this is. So we're going to make, we're going to go through a few steps and I'm just going to briefly talk about each one. And like I said in the intro, if you happen to really enjoy this episode, I would love to know. Um, I want to, you know, I was very torn and I, I still, I think I still kind of am with, with using Instagram, but it is, it has been a way for me to communicate with some people. And I just, I, you know, as homemakers and stay at home moms, we are very stretched for time. So I am slowly deciding that I check in, you know, once a day for maybe five minutes, and then I focus on maybe one, one post a week, maybe two. It's something that I don't want to cut it off completely. Because I have had people message me and ask me a few questions, and then I've used it for the same thing. So I'm, I'm very torn, but it would be kind of cool to see a kitchen assessment in action. So I still don't know how to use reels. So <laughs> I'll look into that. And maybe once I figure it out, I will let you know. But the the title of this episode is going to be something along the lines of, you know, a kitchen assessment setup for 
a homemaker who wants to start prioritizing her health. And we are going to go through a few key points. So basically, why this kitchen assessment is important for health. First, let's see. <laughs> well, if you're not set up for success nutritionally, it, it's going to be an uphill battle. So if you know where everything is, you're organized. Listen, I, I organized my pantry two weeks ago and now it's a disaster and I need to go do it again because I don't know what I have and I don't know what I need. I also know that this assessment is important for what we need to purge. And I know it's hard to throw things away, especially food items. I do believe if they're unopened, donation is good. Or you could, this is what I do with stuff that I don't think I should use when it comes to, you know, reasons like health reasons. I have a box and it's going to be like, this is the assessment I do for items that are not healthy, that are non-perishable. I am calling it like, you know, my, my uh, prep box or something like, you know, we lose the power or things go crazy in the world and it's hard to get certain things. That's what I'm going to do with those things. And now it's just one box. So if you have a lot, you might want to consider, you know, either tossing it or donating it or using it. I don't know if you have chickens, <laughs> maybe they'll eat it. Um, or, you know, you could use it. There's also, I can't remember who does this, but it's, it's uh, basically a way of not wasting anything, not donating it, thinking, okay, you know, I'm not going to eat. It's not healthy. You should eat it. And kind of that mentality. No, it's just, okay, maybe this one small can, you know, that has HFC in it can be <laughs> spread across for, you know, one main recipe. And I use a little bit of it. So it doesn't really go to waste. It's getting mixed in. All the other ingredients are healthy. You could do it like that until the things are gone. And that's another option. So I would walk in to your kitchen and just look around and say, okay, what kind of oils am I going to use for cooking? What kind of seasonings? What's in those seasonings? Are they good for my body? Are they endocrine, endocrine disruptors? You know, unfortunately, I just learned that about stevia and I loved the, you know, quote, healthy version of, a, you know, soda, but I did not know that stevia is an endocrine disruptor. So unfortunately, I won't be getting that anymore. It's sad because <laughs> that was my second or third option to my love for Coke Zero. <laughs> Look, I said it. I can't have it in the house. I just can't. So that's the other thing. Like, what can't you have in the house? What is really going to make it difficult for you to find success in your health journey and to prioritize your health? Now, for me, I can have one gallon of ice cream in my house and it will last for me all month, all month long. I know that it will because I take two tablespoons at night and I have it. But my other daughters, my daughters basically, will eat the entire carton in two nights. So I have to be careful about what I have in the house 
if not for me, for them. So this is why we're doing this. So when you assess your kitchen, it's important not only for your health, but also for those that are in your care, even if they are adult children, <laughs> okay? Because you do the shopping, you do the buying, we do the, you know, the recipes, the meals, and everything like that. So we are ultimately responsible. So one of the things that I want to introduce to you is called Berardi's First Law. And if you are part of Precision Nutrition or you have been thinking about going there, he is part of that, I guess, I don't want to say movement, but that's who he is. But I, I thought this was really cool that um, he had a first law. But basically his law is if a food is in your possession or located in your residence, you or your family will eventually eat it. <laughs> Let me repeat. You or your family will eventually eat all of the food that is in your possession. And most likely if it is not great for you. <laughs> Ask me how I know. That is a law that I have not really considered until I had kids. And now that especially my five-year-old is super capable of going to get a snack herself. I know what she's going to pick if I have, you know, a bunch of fruit out or, you know, bags of chips or something like that. But if the chips aren't there, she's picking fruit all day. So thinking of that, when you assess your kitchen, does this kitchen serve me? Is it going to help me make the best decisions? And then as in regards to Berardi's first law, do I want my five-year-old eating this? Do I want my 20-year-old eating this? What about my one-year-old? And maybe it's okay for you because you have breaks and you can have one bite for the whole month or the whole year and you're good. But that's kind of my situation. But I know that I need to set up my entire, I need to assess my entire kitchen for success uh, and for not only my success, but for the success of my family. So step two, now we're going to get into kind of the nitty gritty of like the steps for the kitchen assessment setup. So we're going to clean out our kitchen, just clean it out. The fridge, I've done this twice now. And my next one, this would actually be a very good Facebook live, or maybe not necessarily a live, because I feel like that would be kind of crazy and chaotic <laughs> if my kids were home, but to video this, and I'm not sure how I would do it, but I do have one of these coming up. And um, basically what you're going to do is, okay, step one, <laughs> this is, or step A, <laughs> clean out the kitchen, B, stock up on real whole foods. But first, let me pause. You're going to clean out the kitchen, organize everything that you take out of your fridge and your pantry. Know what you're going to keep and know what you're going to donate and know what you're going to put in your, your go box. And then once all those things are put back, the shelves are wiped down, everything's clean, you're going to stock up on real whole foods. So what that really means is real food, basically. That's it. <laughs> and I know it's like, well, what? how do I, what do you mean? <laughs> well, fruits, vegetables, meats, 
Um, if you're into raw milk or, you know, local farms have certain cheeses that you could get and really think about what's important, where you're willing to spend a little more, where you're willing to maybe, all right, I don't really need to buy this organic. I can buy it regular and think about that. And then C, you're going to separate foods into categories. And then D, you're going to establish kitchen rules. Now, I'm going to say, you don't need to tell anybody these rules. I think when we say, that's it, I'm not having this ever again. And, you know, we're not going to have this in the house or I can't, you know, and you let everyone know. And then you have a moment of weakness or you haven't bought the thing in like years or a month and you want to get it, then it's kind of like eating your words, right? And you don't want to set yourself up like that. But I'm saying your own kitchen rules where it's like, okay, when I go to the store, I'm going to spend $30 on 30 or 40 on produce. I'm going to spend 50 or 75 on protein and maybe a pack of hummus or <laughs> guacamole or I'll make the guacamole however you want to do it. And you're not going to purchase boxed macaroni and cheese, raise my hand. I'm totally guilty. And there's a lot of recipes that are healthier macaroni and cheese. I don't think there's anything wrong with macaroni and cheese, but I think that there's ways that we can establish rules and up our game a little tiny bit. And I have not made homemade macaroni and cheese with like whole grain pasta and real cheese yet, but I plan to make that soon. My kids love macaroni and cheese. I love it. So how can I make, I think one of my rules now come to think of it is, okay, how can I make this better? And if I really want this thing, cool, I, I, let's have it. Brownies, whatever. Macaroni and cheese, whatever. How can I make this like up a few levels, a little bit healthier or a lot healthier? I mean, look at the back of the box of some of these things. It's like, what? What is that? Why isn't it just pasta and cheese? Well, it's in a box. It needs to be preserved. And in order to do that and to make it cheaper, a lot of other things are added to it. So if we start to establish these rules, these kitchen rules, it's going to make our health journey a lot easier. <laughs> and part of me, I'm like already winded talking about this. I get super excited and I have two more, or actually it's four steps total, but I have two more steps for you. So let's keep moving. And, um, I will, we can like recap at the end, but number three, the benefits of your kitchen assessment setup. And then, you know, this is like, once you get everything out, organized, separated, stocked, you know, it's in the benefits of all of this for you. Cause you're like, well, this seems like a lot of work. Like it's almost like starting from scratch. Well, kind of depending on where you're at in prioritizing your health, but let's go through a few things, a few benefits that are really going to spark your interest. I think your nutrition is going to be much improved. Okay. You're not going to feel guilty for a lot of these things. You're going to, and if your, your child wants something like we've been doing Greek yogurt and fruit with a little drizzle of local honey for quote dessert at night. And <laughs> before this, it was hard to say, no, you had ice cream last night, 
even if I do buy like decent ice cream. Side note, I think it's called Alden's Organic Ice Cream from Sprouts it is the best ice cream I have ever had, ever. <laughs> and I haven't done a super deep dive on the ingredients, but it's a very short list. <laughs> And holy wow, it's amazing. But still, you don't want to do that every night. That's like, okay, on the weekend or Friday night, family night. And this Greek yogurt bowl we started doing is so good. And I don't, I think there's like maybe half a tablespoon of honey. I've, I've dialed my five-year-old down because she loves honey. She will eat a raw honeycomb. It's crazy. So you're going to have improved nutrition. You're not going to feel bad about having a snack or eating a meal. And speaking of meals, you're going to have a lot easier meal prep, just so much easier because you're using real food and, and you know what you have and you're like, okay, you know what? I need to use the carrots. I need to use onions. I mean, onions stay good for a long time in your refrigerator. And so do avocados ish. <laughs> and there's a lot of things that'll stay good for quite a while. Potatoes, <laughs> but you're going to just be a lot less stressed because you're going to know what you have. You're going to have one of my episodes of avoiding the overwhelm. You're going to have your meat already thawing in the fridge and you're going to just grab your veggies, your complex carbs, and you're going to just throw it together. It's going to be so much less stress. And and actually, I think it was just three steps because I'm like following kind of an outline because I didn't want to forget anything. But this, you know, we can just do a little overview of everything that you're going to get out of this kitchen assessment setup. If you want to start prioritizing your health, you are going to really understand how nutrition impacts your overall health and fitness. And when you start prioritizing things like proteins, fats, carbs, prioritizing your macronutrients, getting in your micronutrients from fruits and veggies, and you're really going to see a huge difference in your life, your overall health, and your family will notice too. And you don't, I mean, if you're like me and you are the one who does a lot of the shopping and a lot of the organizing. You don't have to tell anybody. This is, you are the homemaker. You are the home manager. You can do this. You don't need to send out flags <laughs> of any kind. I would just take the plunge and encourage you to take action and start assessing your kitchen today and start getting rid of or making a box of things that you really just every time you have it or your kids have it, you're just like, oh gosh, you know, I just, I need to be better or this needs to be better. No, you know what to do. You can do this. You don't have to let everyone in on it. <laughs> this is your thing. You are running the ship mama and you got this. So I hope you take action and start prioritizing your health with this kitchen assessment please let me know what you start getting rid of and join our Facebook group. You can post your pictures there. That would actually be really fun. Um, post your pictures in the Facebook group of what you're tossing. I will post mine as well. And let's share in one another's triumphs and our <laughs> challenges and successes. Okay. Have a great day.
If this episode motivated, inspired, or challenged you, will you share with a friend? I would be so grateful if you could leave Reps and Redemption an Apple podcast review. This is the only way I know you like the show. Please join the Facebook group for accountability and community. Link in the show notes. Be bold, mama, and live well. Until next time.